Hey, Dave from CheapWineFighter.com. And I got another wine again today, uh, like we do. That's what we do. You know, uh, on the CheapWineFighter.com website, we have a written review in, you know, in long form for what I'm going to do today. Um, most of this talking is kind of like in addition to. So if you're actually interested in the wine, um, check out the www.CheapWineFinder.com. And you can read that and a gazillion other wines there. And so we're going to get into this wine of today, and it's the Poppy Paso Robles Cabernet Sauvignon 2017. And Poppy is the state flower of California. Um, the Silva family uh, started this brand in 2003, so it's got some history. And they've been in the industry for 45 years or more. And uh, Paso Robles. The Central Coast is a kind of a really great place to find Cabernet Sauvignon. I mean, you can go high-end Cabernet Sauvignon then, and you can also find really good, more value-priced uh, wines there, too. So if you're into Cabernet Sauvignon and you don't really want to spend $45, $50 for Napa or high-end Sonomas, um, and maybe even Walla Walla, which gets up in Columbia Valley, which gets expensive, Paso Robles is a great place. That along, I'm you know I'm kind of fond of Columbia Valley and Lodi for my uh, Cabernet Sauvignon because you can get uh, drink it now wines wines that don't need to be aged to to be you know drinkable um, that have a lot of body and flavor and va- value. So uh, let me take a sip here because you know, I think I've got a little bit of a cold coming on. And wine cures what ails you. So Paso is a really, really great place to find Cabernet Sauvignon, plus some other wines too. But there's another reason. Um, I was reading up on this wine, and it has a few techniques that are interesting. And the first one is something that I had never read before, and it's thermovinification. And they also do maceration. And I, another thing about this is I love web, uh, wineries that have websites that actually tell you a little bit about how they made the wine. Now, I don't really need to know all the, t- the winemaking techniques because I'm not making the wine. I'm just drinking it. But if you know about the most important ones or the different ones, why this is different from that one, you can make better judgment on what wine to buy. And that's, you know, that's one thing I've learned about, you know, in, as long as I've been into wine, the one thing I figured out, and I you know don't know everything about everything, but I do know what I like, and I do know how to find what I like. You know, this website we don't use a lot of samples. We basically go out and buy a wine that we want to talk about. So you know, it's you know almost always it's like a good positive review because I you know I know how to pick out wines I like. You know, why would I want to write about bad wines or ah, they're not bad. Wines I don't like. Never say a wine you don't like is a bad wine because there's somebody else who loves it. So this is um, a fairly new process. The thermovinification is they take the grapes when they first crush them and there's still the grapes in there and there's uh, stems and seeds in with the juice and there's bits of grapes and everything and they heat it up. Or they cool it because what I'm reading, they, they can go either way. They can almost go to boiling or they can really cool it down depending on what process they're trying to use and what that does it either um accentuates accentuates or 
lessens whatever you're trying to get out of the grapes. You, you want to get more out, you do this. You want to make that less, you do that. So you can kind of pinpoint what you're going for with the grapes you have and make the most of it. And they do part of this, uh, part of the grapes did um, thermal vinification. The other didn't is maceration. Maceration is just the slower process. They use, you know, some temperatures with that too, but it just all sits for a while. This thermal vinification happens quicker and it's a newer process. And I have never read about it. And it's in this poppy, Basso Robles Cabernet 2017. And, you know, I, I remember when I first got into wine, um, Microoxygenation was a big deal. Robert Parker, who was a leading uh, wine critic way back when he's, he's now kind of retired, had a, a Michel Roulan who out of Bordeaux who was going around to all these you know wineries and they hey you want to be famous do a bar technique and it was everybody was up in arms and nowadays microoxygenation is not a big deal anymore. And this is kind of like the same thing this thermal vinification. Which is, you know, the, you know, I guess the you know, natural wine people aren't going to like that. Just do as little as possible. And I, and I dig natural wines, but, you know, they're almost boiling. But it brings out the best and gets rid of the not so best. And that's what this wine has. And that's pretty cool. And this is $12. I mean, I found and I looked on the line and like eleven ninety nine is what it's selling for in like 50 different online shops. You know, if you're in your hometown, it might be, you know, $14 or something else. I found it on Seattle. Chicago tends to have really good prices on wine, which is one of the great things about it. There's a lot of people and a lot of stores and they're all, you know, a lot of competition that brings the prices down. But this is a $12 cabinet Sauvignon that has some pretty complicated and, you know, not groundbreaking, but, you know, new techniques going on. And, you know, quite often $12 wines, you know, they, you know, they, there's pictures of people having fun on their tech notes and, you know, it's fruit forward and, you know, it helps you ride in boats with bikini models. You know, it's like, no, don't tell me a little bit about why this is a good wine. Don't tell me how I'm going to, you know, be a better person for drinking your wine. And, and this one, they go into some good detail how it's made so much detail that, I don't understand it, but I'm not supposed to. I'm not the winemaker. I'm the wine drinker. But if I do know there are processes, like I always say with Chardonnay, you want to know uh, malolactic fermentation. You want to know on lees. You want to know how much of it's oaked and how much is not oaked. Those things make a difference to the taste of the wine, and you want to know that. And now with Cabernet Sauvignon, I know that maybe I should be on the lookout for uh, thermal vinification and, as a, and with the, so much maceration. And, you know, then they add whole grapes and, you know, and they're talking about doing things before the fermentation stops. So the wine's still sweet. I'm thinking, wine's still sweet. Well, that means, you know, the, um, the yeast turns the sugar into alcohol. So they're doing stuff before it's the th fermentation is done and moving it to another process. And then it gets, you know, so I, I don't really, you know, it's like, whoa, what's going on here? I don't know, but I like to hear about it. And you know, maybe I'll make a point of try to figure out what you're talking about at some point, but th that it's there is kind of cool and it's new to me. And I'm going to take another sip because uh, I think the last sip cured my cold. Another thing about this $12 kind of innovatively made Cabernet Sauvignon 
is that when they're all done with the, um, the vinification, maceration, fermentation, they put it in small French oak barrels for 18 months. That's something you find in $25 plus wines. You know, the whole thing about like a $10 wine is that they want it to get come together quickly so they can they can sell. Usually a you know, like a $10 wine you can sell, you know, on the market for maybe a full year sooner than a $25 wine. And that's one of the reasons it's cheaper cuz they're recouping their money that they put out for this wine a whole year sooner. That makes a difference. And this one's got 18 months of oak, which means it's going to take a little bit longer. It's a 2017, but it's going to take a little bit longer for it all to come together and, and make it all, you know, all balanced and nice in your glass. And that's another thing about the flavors of this. This thing is not flavor shy. There's flavors all over the place. And often with inexpensive wines or value-priced wines, they're a little bit flabby. They're a little bit, um, they're big and they're juicy and they're fun. But this one's kind of lean. It's it's flavorful and lean and sleek, kind of. It's kind of got structure and balance for twelve dollars, and not that that not that that's completely unheard of with value price wine anymore. I mean, it's getting better and better and better every year. I mean, I've been doing this for going on twelve years, and every year it's gotten better. I mean, it's, it's hard to find a really wine that doesn't cut it in terms of quality. I mean, there's always wines you like and don't like, but quality. Is usually, you know, is usually pretty good. And here we go. This is a wine from two vineyards. They named the vineyards from Paso Robles, which is a great place. It goes through a really kind of extensive winemaking process. It's in French oak for a year and a half, and it tastes great. So, Poppy, Paso Robles, Cabernet Sauvignon 2017. Read the review on cheapwinefinder.com because, you know, we're we write about stuff and we talk about stuff and we like wine and we try to bring wines to you. We don't rate them. I don't give grades to wine. I, I can't remember what I drank last week. So how can I grade anything? Um, and plus it's wrong. I mean, I mean, the people who actually do wine reviews, the professionals, they do so much studying and they keep their palate in a certain certain, you know, skirt and skill level. And they do so much work just to do that for these big magazines. And then people like in blogs, just, Oh, a plus 93, but no, you just, you're pretending to be a race car driver when you barely can drive. So I don't get points out. We just talk about what we like and why we like it. And that's that. And I'm done because I found a cool wine at the Poppy Paso Robles Cabernet Sauvignon. I'm done today, over and out. I don't know what's next, but uh, we always find something. Uh, have a nice weekend and a good Valentine's Day. You know, we talked about uh, Rosé from um, from uh, uh, Spain's Acava uh, last time. Check that out. It was really good. It had uh, uh, Pinot Noir and uh, Chardonnay in it, uh, which is a little bit different from that. And that was the one before this one. And I'll talk to you everybody later. Adios. Keep it cheap. And bye-bye. 